Welcome to Hope is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and we're going to be talking uh, today and tomorrow with the author of a wonderful book called Flourish Because, the inspiring true story of dashed hopes, faith restored, and dreams fulfilled. And the author of this wonderful book is Kay Whitaker. And uh, Kay, thanks for joining us today on Hope is Here. Well, I did. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much. Well, it is a memoir, so you're writing from life experience, and I kind of have a rule with Hope is Here. I'd never have an author of a book if they haven't lived what they're talking about. And as I read through your book, uh, you definitely have had some mountaintop experiences, but uh, you walked through some deep valleys also, haven't you? Yes, sir, I sure have, yeah. Well, talk to us about what inspired you to write Flourish Because. Well, through the years, um, when I've been in Bible studies or, or book clubs, I have shared some snippets. You know, I just would pick snippets from my story according to whatever we were discussing. And through the years, you know, it took a couple of three stories, and then these friends kept saying to me, hey, my gosh, you need to write a book. Your life's just crazy. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to. I had every excuse in the world. I didn't want to write a book. I didn't want to relive the pain. And I didn't know how to write a book. You know, I had never even thought about writing a book until that one day uh, when I was with uh, my husband and his best friend, Gary. And uh, Gary had, had, we just met him in Fort Worth, kind of halfway between our two houses. And um, he just looked at me and he said, you know, Kay, this morning the Lord told me when I see you today, he wants you to write that book. And I was just stunned. I mean, I was stunned. And I started crying. And he, he looked at me and goes, why, why are you crying? And I said, well, you know, the Lord's been wanting me to write this book for years, and now, I, you know, I just, I just feel like this is truly from him. And she said, but I don't want to. And I kept saying, I don't want to write it, Gary. I don't want He said, don't worry, Kay. The Lord's going to help you through this. And I said, okay. And, I, and then I just jumped in feet first, and it took me a couple of years to really finally finish it and get it published. And it was very difficult writing the book. You know, I would have... Um, we had two homes at the time, and I would uh, lake house in our house here in Plano, and I would have tablets beside my bed at both locations, and I would just start writing. I'd wake up in the night, and I would just write and write and write, and then there'd be two or three days I couldn't even think about it until, you know, it was finally finished, and I got my first box of books from my publisher, and I was just, wow, this is really, it, it's the tangible version of what God had asked me to do. And it was like, you did it with his help. Well, as a guy that's been working on a book for a couple of years and kind of got stuck in about 100 pages, I have great uh, admiration for you getting this one done. And um, you write and just share from your life of uh, dealing with divorces and infidelity and just uh, being disappointed there, the failed marriages and uh, losing a precious son to a death by suicide and just uh man it's raw it's real but um you you continue to press on and just talk about how your faith uh, has helped you through all these uh just you know painful situations in your life because now we're in the holiday season and it's a tough time for a lot of people when they're going through tough times yeah well um you know i met the lord at a young age i was about 10 and um i had I had such wonderful, loving, accepting parents, and I had a beautiful childhood. You know, growing up, I didn't have any trauma, 
and there was no divorce in my life, in my family's life at all. And then, so I, I walked into the world with, as, as a very naive person. But the Lord was always important to me. I mean, I was involved in Young Life in high school, and then uh, during TCU days, I was really, in, you know, really grew in my faith. And I just believed that I, that I was going to have that beautiful world like my parents had kind of created. And uh, boom, husband number one, husband number two, boom, number three, you know. And it was just one devastating pain after another. But after every divorce, I can honestly say it caused me to seek and dive deeper into my faith. And, you know, I can relate when I hear stories of people and their despair and how they want to give up. I just want to say, don't give up. Don't give up. It's going to be okay. And that's, that, that phrase, it's going to be okay, is my dad was always telling me, okay, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So I grew up with that hope that tomorrow is going to be a better day. You know, weeping endures for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. And so I always had that sustaining hope that um, it's going to be okay. And, you know, um, sometimes I'd wake up and it wasn't okay, but then I'd say, well, tomorrow's going to be okay. And I thought as long as I have breath and I have life, um, every day is a a new adventure. You never know what Lord's going to bring to you. But one thing I do know through what I've gone through is that he's always, always there, even when I don't want him to be there. And throughout my life, I've had some rebellious times when, when I would be like, you know, like during one marriage, between two marriages, I was kind of a wild single, and I kind of just wanted to have my kind of fun, you know, and and um, so, and I was hoping he wasn't watching, but he was there, <laughs> even though I didn't really want him to be. And now, um, with everything that's happened, especially through the journey of James's mental illness and his ultimate death, um, I know he's there. He's there in the depths. He's there in the p- danger and the pain and he was even there with my naivety. He just, he's there. Just tuned in. We're talking with the author of a wonderful book called Flourish Because. Uh, Kay Whitaker's author. She's joined us from uh, Plano, Texas. And Kay, uh, how did you arrive upon this title? Oh, well, that's a good story. Um, I haven't told that one on any podcast. Okay, I was, um, I was praying about my book. And, you know, when I was beginning to write it and everything, and I didn't have a title. And then I started thinking about that word, flourish. And, you know, I never, you hardly ever, it's kind of an old-fashioned word. You know, it talks in the Bible about the righteous shall flourish, you know, and and there are several, several, several scriptures uh, using the word flourish. And it means to grow and to be in abundance and just grow to the best that you can grow. And, um, And so I had the word flourish, and then... I do daily affirmations, and um, and then I, I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna make the make the title flourish because, and then and I believe this is God's hand on me during this process. I said, okay, I'm going to name it flourish because, and I even got the font that I wanted and the rock, you know, with the little flower growing up that's in the in the beginning of the, in the front cover. And I got all that. I know the Lord gave me those things. But then, after I got the book, and I started looking at the chapters, and I would think of the title, Flourish Because. And if you take the verse after each chap- on, at the beginning of each chapter, the verse that's there, and you tack that on to the 
two words, flourish because no weapon or no weapon shall uh, come against you. No weapon shall prosper coming against you. And and there in every verse you can finish your affirmation with the verse. If you go flourish because joy cometh in the morning, flourish because my God shall supply all my needs. I mean, you can just make it your daily devotional, and as you're driving your car or doing whatever you're doing in your daily life, just say those affirmations for yourself, and you're speaking the word over yourself. Well, I love that, and as you you look even at chapter 1 of your book, Flourish Because, he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, and then Psalm 34, 18, a verse that helped me when my father passed away unexpectedly about seven and a half years ago, uh, that flourish because the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit from Psalm 34, 18. And uh, just talk about the power of uh, speaking God's word and getting that into your heart and mind when you're walking through painful and challenging seasons of life. Uh-huh, amen. That's, that's the way I, uh, I mean, I, I walk with him now more than I've ever walked with him. He has helped me so many ways, and he is so concerned about little things. The big things, like death, he's all over. But um, I've, I've seen in the beautiful ways that God helps me, if I lose something, I just say to myself, his eyes roam to and fro over the earth, and he, he knows, he knows his people. And I just say, Lord, you know where my uh, phone is. You know where my keys are. Can you just lead me to them? And I'm not kidding. It's even rubbed off on my husband and my daughter. They are just like, Mom, it really does work when you trust the Lord for those little things. And I said, well, even if you go into it, one friend, that she wrote a, a review on my book, and she said, one thing about Kay's faith, she'll always get a great parking space because all she does is ask the Lord to show her a good parking space. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing. You know, God even helps us in the little things like parking oh, spots, Oh, in the right? little. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's kind of an adventure, actually. Well, I agree. Uh, we can ask God, invite him to be a part of our day at the beginning. Uh, you just never know. Uh, he always shows up, but sometimes he even shows off, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. That's really good. Yeah, That's I real like good. That. He always shows up, but sometimes he shows off, and uh, maybe he wants to do it in your life, but he's just encouraging you to trust him and stand on his promises. I like uh, in the Four there at the beginning of your book, you talked about with your kids, and you talked about you know how lives have unexpected twists, turns, uh, tears, and a you know just a fair share of chaos. But you said that you guys have learned to navigate through the complexities of this journey we call life. We've embraced a mantra, a mantra. If you're if, if you're not fun, don't come. Come. <laughs> And talk about that, because I, I love that. Oh, i tell you what, my poor kids, I mean, not my poor kids, I don't want to say that. I'm going to say my wonderfully blessed children. They, um, they've they endured, and they, they still have struggles. Not that they don't have struggles with what's happened in their past and everything, but whenever we get together, we always are laughing, funny, and, and people that come around our family, they're like, good grief, you guys have so much fun, you know? And when my grandkids bring friends, they like at our lake house, my grandkids are always bringing their friends. And um, it's just fun. And nobody has an agenda. Nobody has a judgment like, oh, look at him, you know, that kind of stuff with your family and your kids. And they're just loving and accepting. And they help one another. They share with one another. Uh, they get mad at each other, but then they say, you know, just, you know. But anyway, it's fun, and I'm, and it's, sometimes we've had some people come around our house 
that just weren't fun. And I, we try to get them involved, and most of the time they'll kind of get involved and have fun. But, I mean, that's really the truth. If, you're, if they're not fun, they better not come. <laughs> well, I just think it's such a great reminder that we have a choice. And, uh, you know, we, exactly. can, we can live in our feelings or we can decide to have fun. And, um, you know, I love you shared that verse earlier about, you know, to weep with those who weep and to rejoice with those who rejoice. And uh, we can always find something to rejoice with, can't we? Well, we sure can. There's always something to be thankful for and, and be joyful in. Well, we got about a minute left. Who, who is this book for? You know, that's a good question because um, even my husband and I, we were saying, thinking who this book would really be good for. Um, the the people that I want to touch are those who are going through it. You know, because I think my, but I don't know, you know, most of the time you don't know. Like people, have, my close friends, some of them who that have read my book, they would call me and they'd go, my God, Kay, I can't believe you went through all this. I mean, people I've known for 35, 40 years, you know. And um, this one man, he called, a really dear friend of mine, and he'd known me for 40 years, and he called me crying. And he called me and he said, he said, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. And I said, what are you sorry for, Donald? And he said, I'm just so sorry. I didn't know any of this. And I said, well, it's okay. You know, I comforted him. But I think the market is really good for people going through something. Like if you know somebody who's going through a divorce or has lost a child, uh, I think my book offers a beam of hope. Uh, toward, especially toward the end, because all of us have a mess. We all have stuff going on. And um, and then I thought, too, maybe um, more between the 40- and 60-year-old age, because I've shared it with some elderly people, and they just kind of, I don't know, I don't think they're, I think they're looking toward the end, and they don't want to go back and listen to, be reminded of maybe their own past or something. It, it hadn't been, I don't know, it just hadn't been received real well so, so far in the higher seniors, you know, like in, I've spoken at several senior centers and it's just not, um, I don't know, it's, it's just what it is. All right. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time today, but the good news is, is that Kay's going to be back with us tomorrow. But if you're like, man, I want a copy of that book now, I want to encourage you to go to our website, flourishingbecause.com. That's no, flo- flourish because, not flourishing. Flourishbecause.com. Flourish. That's yeah. For Kay Whitaker, I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today.